Welcome to Hive Mind. I'm Meg. I'm here with Eli. I just did got distracted. Did you see a bug? No, I just I just looked leftward and upward because I suddenly realized I can't remember what I've been watching. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, this is a pro. Oh. Should I ask? Or? Um, you can ask. You can ask, but maybe while I try and remember, we should have a conversation about HBO Max and how scared I am right now. That they're going to get rid of the other two. The other two and hacks. Hacks. Um, I was worried about the Gilded Age, but apparently that's proper HBO, so I think it's safe. Yeah, I have not looked into what the difference is between the two, but if they take away the other two, I will commit an act of violence. I don't know how severe, but yeah. I, it I will happen. Yeah, th- this is um, this is actually a helpful conversation because it's reminding me that's what I've been watching. I restarted the other two because season three is supposed to premiere in September. <gasps> that soon? Yeah, but Meg, I'm telling you. They take it away. I am canceling my sister. You heard it here, HBO Max. <laughs> you heard you, it here. You heard it here. <laughs> If you, I took an Excedrin right before this. I'm feeling a little wired. Oh, good. Um, if you take away the other two, I am canceling my subscription. That's, what is it, like $8 a month? Is it? You will no longer be receiving from the Walter family and all the people who have our password. Do you understand the news? I don't really underst- Do I understand the news. I know that they pulled Batgirl for a tax refund. <laughs> I, yeah. And some other movie. Yeah. Which is like rude to the people in it, but they still got paid. So I'm like. Okay, weird choice. I wasn't going to see Batgirl. I don't feel like this is really affecting me. The news, though, that they're going to like really decrease their scripted content makes me really, really anxious. Because HBO Max creates the best shows. Yeah. They really do. And I saw somebody tweet out today and said HBO Max is currently the only platform that is not regularly putting out shows that feel like they were written by algorithms. Yes. And that, like... Apple TV is putting out shows that it feels like they're written by algorithms. Loot with Maya Rudolph. Yeah. That feels like they fed it, uh, some algorithms to the system and they're like, and this is the show. Yeah. And um, and yeah, like Hacks is just, it's so well written. The other two, I think, is the funniest show on TV. Yes, I agree. Um, It's super crass. I could not watch it with my parents, um, but it's just incredible writing, incredible storytelling, character development. Such a funny premise. Such a funny premise. And I am just very worried right now. Yeah. Well, I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, a show. Okay. So Hacks is very popular, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, among nerds like us. I think it's pretty because I'm seeing a lot of tweets about Hacks in the last 24 hours. Like people are really upset. Okay. So I have to imagine. I'm in like the gays and girlies. though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're all that matter. That's true. Um, Come on. That's 100% of this recording <laughs> studio right now. And uh, our listenership. And our li- <laughs> Do we have... Shout out to the straight men who listen. You are yeah. treasures. Do, are there any straight men listening to this? I would love to hear from you. <laughs> Shoot us a DM. Um, I have to imagine that Hacks is popular enough that somebody would like take it. Yeah. And be like... I, yeah. No, we're I do- mean, Gene Smart. Gene Smart's big star... I am worried that the other two is not popular enough. I will. I, I don't mean, know. it started on Comedy Central. Right. So. Do you know anyone other than me who watches it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Twitter. You do? Lots of Twitter. Okay. Lots of comedians on Twitter watch it. Okay. So. Th- is that good? I mean, we could start like a, like a, a GoFundMe. Yeah. I've never donated to a GoFundMe before, but I would. You would for TV. (laughs) Not for your medical problems, but for TV. (laughs) Hey, Eli, we need to have an intervention. Uh I got a panic text Uh, from your husband the other day. Okay. um, That said, help, 
my marriage is in question. Eli does not know who Harry Styles is <laughs> and doesn't think it's important to know. And the look, I know it's irrational, but the ire I felt upon reading that and the confusion and the fear. Like, where are we? Where are you? In, you know you need to learn, right? You yeah, know you need to do better. I understand. Here's Have the thing. Have you accepted yeah. your wrong ways? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just didn't know who he was, okay? I just and don't understand how that's even possible the reason, in 2022. The reason this came up is he's got a new movie coming out. Yeah, Don't Worry Darling. Yeah, Don't Worry Darling, which I would love to hear what you think that looks like. But he's Except got... Ferd Wives. Looks yeah. Like so we, we went to the movie that we're going to discuss today on this yes. podcast, and there was a preview for that. And there were a row of women sitting next to me and Skylar, and there was a part, like a sexy scene with him. Mm-hmm. And two of the women le- legitimately screamed. Yeah. And I've never seen it was like 1950s Elvis, like teen girl yeah, 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 watching yeah. Elvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They screamed and people in the theater were all like looking at them like, what? And so after, like a couple days later, I remembered the screaming and I was like, that was so weird when those women screamed. And Skylar was like, oh yeah, because it's Harry Styles. And I was like, I'm going to level with you. I don't know who that is. And he, I like th- this like look of panic went over his face where he was like, what have I done? What is the life that I am in now? Yeah, and I understand that. And then I made the mistake of tweeting about the fact that I just admitted to my husband I didn't know who Harry Styles was. And then a lot of people were really mad oh, at me. Boy. No, yeah, and I don't I, know it's why not, you did that. It's not like I said, like, Harry Styles is bad. I just said, oh, I just, my husband just freaked out because I didn't know who Harry Styles was. And all these people were like, shame on you, which I, I don't understand. Okay, well, okay. 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 <laughs> Okay, I just don't under, like. First of all, we need to. I just—it's incomprehensible to me how you've missed this man over the last decade. Okay, and his rise to—I think the most famous man in the world right now. What? Yes, I really, truly believe I, he's in the, the Twilight most Zone. Famous man. This is like the movie yesterday. Are you gaslighting except me? It's reverse. Like you are the one person in the world. <laughs> That does not know about Harry Styles. Like, I knew the name was familiar. Like, when Skyler okay. said Harry, I was like, I know that's a celebrity, but okay. I've got to tell you, I don't know who that but, is. like, remember the Jason Sudeikis, Olivia Wilde thing? We ca- she left Olivia Wilde, who was, I don't think mm-hmm. they were married, but, like, common-law, with three children. Oh. Directed Don't Worry Darling. I know, I know Olivia Wilde. She was okay. in-house. Left Jason Sudeikis to be with. Harry Styles, who is 10 years her junior. Oh. Yeah. Harry Styles. That's kind of familiar to me. Has been breaking all kinds of boundaries. He showed up on the cover of Vogue in a dress, you know, made all of these conservative pundits lose their mind. I remember when that happened. Okay. But so I you, didn't. You like know about this guy. I just You're didn't aware. connect his name to. And okay. I don't think I've connected all the pieces of him. Okay. Like, as far as I'm concerned, those are all different celebrities. Well, now I know. Now but... you know. Coachella, he did Coachella in like a sequin jumpsuit with Lizzo. What's, what's like a, a famous Harry Styles Watermelon song? Watermelon Sugar. How does it go? Watermelon Sugar. Watermelon Sugar. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Hi. I know that What's song. What's his most recent one? Ugh, I can't remember off the top of my head. And he was in he was in a boy band first. One Direction. One Direction. British. I'm not very familiar with. Yeah, I mean, that was like after our time. Okay. You know, they were big when we were like graduated college. Okay. But then he just like skyrocketed. The rest of them have been kind of like putzing around England doing their own solo projects. But Harry Styles just took off. Was he the most talented? He's the most handsome. 
Okay. I don't know about talented. Okay. He's fine. He's a fine musician. That's not really. It's just like his whole essence, and he's so beautiful. He's so. Stephen will catch me watching TikToks of Harry Styles and be like, "What is happening?" <laughs> he bought me a whole Harry Styles magazine. He's like, "Might as well just give this to you, so you have it." Like page after page after page of Harry Styles. So, legitimate question, and that this is not—I'm not trying to be rude to anybody. Oh boy! But is it more that like straight women find him attractive? I mean, that was a surprise to me. But I, I was telling Stephen, I was like, can you believe that Eli doesn't know who Harry Styles is? And he was like, well, yeah, because Harry Styles is for straight women. Okay, maybe that's what it is. And I was like, but his whole thing is like, he's like pushing gender boundaries. And he's like, kind of like alluded to being like a little bit gay before. And it's okay. like, I just think that really it's straight women who are really into him. Because cause you, you said that he's like the most attractive man alive. Yeah. So I, I like pulled up pictures of him and I was like... I do not think this person is ugly. I'm not going to be one of those. But I've been like looking at pictures of him. And I'm like, I'm not attracted to Who's him. Who's your celebrity ideal? I mean, Zac Efron in his prime. Interesting. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, not anymore. He got too bulky. Okay. But you know what, Zach? Do you. Yeah. Do whatever well, you want. You don't have to, to please me. Anybody. No, we're not here to do that. I'm just telling I you. I had like, ramen noodles for lunch. Let's get to it. <laughs> I had noodles for lunch too. Did you? Yeah. So cute. (laughs) I feel very carb carb loaded. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, like, I I don't know the the many tattoos and kind of disheveled look. It's like not really for me. Oh, okay. You're not okay. And so I I don't know. Yeah, we love a sloppy king. Yeah, and I and and I and I don't. And so I I'm just curious. And obviously, like, this is going to be all across the board. But like. Is it is this one of those celebrities where like women tend to be more attracted to him than gay men? I think maybe. How did you feel about Jeremy Allen White in The Bear? No, definitely not. Oh, see. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Army. That that is a perfect example yeah. of he's for straight women. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Love the actor though. Isn't he great? He's so good in that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think we both learned an important lesson here. What today. about what do you think about Zach in his prime? Very pretty. Yeah. And I think that might be the difference. Yeah. Like, I'm not interested in someone who's prettier than me. You want them to exude some sort of energy. Yeah. yeah. And okay. a little bit dangerous. You know, Zach was never dangerous. It was oh. like, Zach does not miss a day in the gym. I love Zach. I love a guy who, like, just doesn't go to the gym. Okay. So. I think we figured it out. Okay. I think I think that's a solved mystery. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you now know who Harry Styles is, and I'm here <laughs> for you if you have any further questions. Okay. I'm not the expert, but I'm an expert. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Well, and what else have you been watching? Um, I think that's it. Oh, sorry, my thing is. It's okay. Whatever. You're popular. Um. Yeah, I think that's it. But um, what have you been watching? Love Island UK. Okay. Okay. Phenomenal television. Have they made improvements to, because wasn't there a whole issue where they were treating their cast mates really badly? Like the cast was treating each other poorly? No, like the show was exploiting them. Because uh, weren't, weren't there like suicides and... Oh, one of the hosts like a few years ago. I'll be honest, I haven't looked into it and okay. now I feel really bad. I didn't, well, I wasn't trying to shame you, I was just curious. But uh, <laughs> it's great. It's um, the most chaotic group of humans they found all the most attractive British people, ages 19 to 29, put them in a house together and then introduce increasingly hotter people onto the cast, 
perfect recipe for summer television. And if you know anything about me, you'll know I'll watch a show with Paradise or Island in the title. Mm-hmm. Very much looking forward to Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> Bachelorette this season has been phenomenal. Utter chaos makes me feel bad as a feminist, but very much enjoying it. Okay. Um, and then we're still just watching 30 Rock, which, by the way, they took off Netflix, but it is on Hulu. I didn't even know it was on Netflix. It was on Netflix. It's off now, which I'm like, uh. why am I still holding on to my Netflix subscription? There's literally nothing there for me anymore. Because they'll put out Oscar movies. in the <sighs> That's the problem. But won't they premiere in theaters as well? The last couple of years, they have not. Like Netflix is just releasing its its you know original content and their Oscar contenders, they're making some good movies. I just I'm tired of all these people having this chokehold on me, and I started budgeting again, and the amount of subscriptions I have is pretty embarrassing to see on paper. Really? Oh yeah. I need to do that. I need to do an inventory. It's bad. I probably need to stop paying for BritBox. I pay for a car wash monthly thing uh-huh. i've washed my car like once in the last six months i hate it when that that's just such a waste and then i'm like how i don't even know how to cancel this yeah do i have to go to there's no one at the car wash yeah what do i do i'm yeah. gonna be paying this till i die yeah <laughs> anyway that's what i've been watching we saw nope nope what'd you think well um my when i walked out my review to skylar was I liked that movie. I was very entertained by that movie. It was longer than it needed to be. And there was a, there was a whole plot that we can get into that I think they should have just lifted straight out of it. But otherwise, I, I had a good time in Nope. I think it's fun. Yeah, it's very fun. Um, you are not, you're, you get spooked by alien stuff. Yeah. How'd you feel about it? This was it? fine. Okay. Because the they weren't taking like humanoid form. Oh, it was, is that what's It was just thing? like a, yeah, it was just like this, to me, it almost felt like a, a mythical creature. I mean, it is a mythical creature, but like. No, they're real. <laughs> but so it was just like this, this like bird thing flying in the air and, I, and it's just like an animal that happens to be here and is eating horses. And people. And people. And so, no, like I, I didn't find that creepy. It's like the spaceships and humanoid so, for example, Arrival did not creep me out. Because it wasn't human. Like I think because it wasn't humanoid and there wasn't like a much of a danger element. What was, aliens have scared you? Signs, I think, is a terrifying Ooh, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was a kid, I saw it uh, way too young, Fire in the Sky. Mm, never seen it. Oh, it's based on a quote unquote real abduction well, story. I heard that guy speak at Phenomicon. I know you did. Yeah. And now, now you believe him. Of course. Um, so... Yeah, like those those freak me out. And we're hearing like loud... Speaking of aliens that abduct people. Alien type sounds. Um, anyway, yeah, th- those kind of... Re- but So this, the alien of it all, not scary. Okay, we should probably give some spoiler alerts. Okay. It's really hard to talk about this movie without spoilers. The quote-unquote alien in this movie is the flying saucer itself is the creature. Mm-hmm. So the flying saucer is an animal that um, levitates, vacuums them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, horses, animals, objects. That's and what it like, eats. Yeah, eats and then spits out the stuff it can't digest. Right. Which it turns out blood is one of the things, which is 
horrifying. The alien stuff in this didn't really scare me. Mm-hmm. I was never like, oh no, the alien's coming. And even like the really intense part where they're like in the house and it's raining the blood. I was like, just it's actiony. It's just, I'm watching it and I'm not bored, but I'm not horrified. Mm-hmm. The chimp subplot yep. is what kept me up at night. Yep. You think they should have just lifted this plot altogether? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. this. There's another plot that I think they should What's have lifted. What's the plot you think you should have I lifted? don't think we needed the cinematographer dude at all. Oh, I agree with that. Okay. So, okay, just to give like a quick rundown, this movie um, starts with this TV show in the 90s where there's a chimp on set and basically the chimp ends up killing the castmates because it finally loses its mind. And then you flash forward many years and the kid that was in that show is running like a theme park and up the road there are these two, there's this guy who uh, raises horses and the movie sort of centers around these people who are all kind of in this canyon running their businesses together and this flying saucer that they start, that the, the guy who's raising the horses starts seeing and this flying saucer thing is like disappearing his horses. So the whole thing is sort of a mystery, like what is happening? What is that thing? What are they going to do about it? And so forth. We end up finally discovering that the theme park guy who was in the TV show in the 90s has basically like harnessed this thing and has turned it into a spectacle at his um, theme park. Mm -hmm. And he sells tickets so the audience can come and sit. And then he feeds it one of the horses that belong to the guy up the road. Mm -hmm. And the audience is in awe. And this all goes awry finally. And the thing ends up eating all of the people in the audience and then the guy raising horses and his sidekicks have to like figure out how to kill this thing and they end up taking it down. Right? That's the general story. Yes. So there there is a whole plot in here where they find this this character that I could not take seriously, who is like a cinematographer. I don't think you're supposed to take him seriously. Uh, probably not. But I also wasn't interested in him. They find a cinematographer and they're like, we need to capture this thing on film so that we can sell the film and make money, right? And the problem is every time this thing flies overhead, all electronic equipment dies. So they can't take pictures of it because whenever it gets close, their cameras die. So this guy builds a camera that doesn't require electricity. It's and like he, a hand crank. A hand crank. And he comes up. And they set up this whole stage and they kind of get the thing to come fly near them and he records it. And then he just ends up like getting eaten with all of the footage. And I was like, why did we go through all of that? So this (laughs) is not a movie for me as a dumb dumb. This movie ended and I was like, huh, I enjoyed that movie. I'm not 100% sure that I understand what Jordan Peele was trying trying to to say. say. And he's always trying to say something. Yeah. Like that's kind of his whole thing. Yeah. He makes these horror movies that are also usually pretty funny and have like a broader, deeper meaning, usually related to the black experience in America. Mm -hmm. I did quite a bit of reading on this afterward to just like try and kind of be like, okay, if I had to like give my straight reaction to that, Jordan Peele doesn't think we should be using animals in entertainment. Right. Which I don't think I was absolutely that far off, but I think it's part of a bigger statement he's trying to make, which is exploitation in the entertainment industry, Mm -hmm. which is where the chimp fits in, right? Mm -hmm. These child actors, the adults in the set run upstairs. They're gone. Mm -hmm. Like the only 
people you see on the soundstage with this murderous chimp are the two child actors, three creatures that should not be in the entertainment industry, the child mm -hmm. actors and a wild animal, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But it's in service of entertainment. It's turned into an SNL joke. Yeah. It's all part of like just giving viewers what they want. Right. There's a New Yorker writer who wrote about Nope, and he talks about the filming of the Twilight movie in the 80s. Um, they were filming the Twilight movie. It was like the end of the day. The director was super tired and he like cut some corners in getting a helicopter shot and an explosion. And in cutting those corners, he ended up causing a helicopter to land on two child actors. <gasps> oh my god. Killing gosh. the helicopter pilot, the child actors. Terrible, terrible tragedy. That guy went on to make more movies. Like and I think the cinematographer, it might be a stretch to say this, but it was kind of like he was willing to do, his whole thing was the light. We're yeah. about to have perfect light. He already had footage, yeah. right? Yeah. But he was like so obsessed yeah. with getting the, the, the shot. perfect shot. He literally died yeah. in pursuit of it. And how I think that the broader message, Meg Walter's interpretation of the broader message is that the entertainment industry takes no prisoners and just chews people up and literally spits them out. Yeah. Like, it does not matter what happens to the people. The black guy on the horse whose name we don't know, the director became really famous. Right. There's so much exploitation that we just accept because we want to be entertained. Yeah. So if I had to guess, I think the cinematographer was in service of that broader message. That makes sense to me. I would not have come up with that on my right. own. Right, and neither, good did, for I. You. Um, neither yeah, did I. Good for I you for doing the research. <laughs> Um, and, and that is interesting. I still don't think they needed him to, to communicate the that broader point. The only reason I'm not mad about it is because he was fun to watch. He had like this very interesting voice and yeah. he's a good actor and his presence on screen was pretty interesting. Yeah. he's The movie felt really long to me. Yeah. And if they would have... movies are long and they're getting longer. They're getting longer. If they would have cut all of the cinematographer stuff out, that would have chopped 30 minutes off. And I, and yeah. I think it would have been a better movie. Because I like, I really love as a story device that the ways they finally get the picture is that uh, Kiki Palmer runs back to the theme park and remembers that like there's a camera that doesn't require electricity there, and she like takes the picture by cranking the thing. And I, I thought that was such a cool scene. Yeah, Kiki Palmer in this was so good. She is a star. She is so. She was so fun to watch. Be, besides, I I didn't like the cinematographer. I kind of disagree with you. But besides him, everyone was great in this. The um, Best Buy guy loved him. So funny and so he's great. cute. Oh, do you see? Again, <laughs> I'm like, he's fine. I don't know. He's no Harry Styles. <laughs> he had more of a Zach vibe. <laughs> yes, exactly. But like, he's so funny. Like, yeah. I just think that it's, there are flaws in this movie and it is kind of clunky and a little bit of a mess. But I love that I was terrified and laughing in the same movie. Yeah. Like, that's hard to pull off. Yeah. I actually, I, I know this is an unpopular take. I think this is the Jordan Peele movie I've enjoyed the most. More than Get Out? Yeah. Get Out was um, very contemplative. Yeah, sure. And this is just like more Th fun. This is a movie. Like yeah. it's it, these beautiful shots and the action sequences are really cool in it. You I'm know, you've got- up the cinematographer because he is famous 
and I okay. am embarrassed. I don't remember who it is. Yeah, you've got you've got like amazing horse riding scenes. You've got like this flying creature like up in the air. Like an Aaron Copeland score, like a westerny score that was really fun. Yeah. But so you said so deep deep into the movie they they return to the 90s uh TV show and they show uh the the chimp actually killing people on this set. And I think you said that that was the scariest part of the movie. Yeah. It that was the only part of the movie where I was like in fear. I kind of didn't sleep well that night yeah. because I like kept thinking about the chimp. Yeah. Jordan Peele actually um he t- tweeted a few years ago and it's been resurfacing since the movie was released that he had a dream um about a baby chimp that got startled, went on a rampage, killed a bunch of people and then went to come give him a hug. So like Clearly, that's where this idea came from, but it's a very interesting idea, right? Yeah. Like, why was a chimp ever part of a stupid sitcom right. in the first place? I found the cinematographer. It is Hoyt Van Hoytema, and he's done a lot of Christopher Nolan stuff. Okay. He did Tenet, Interstellar, Dunkirk, Ad Astra. Like, he's a, he's a real cinematographer who does, like, big spectacles, and I think they shot this in IMAX. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So it's very fun. It's very cinematic. It does give you a lot to think about uh-huh. when you're finished. Um, the chimp storyline, I just, like I said, the alien stuff, I was like, whatever. But I keep going back to that and thinking about that and like just feeling so upset by it. Yeah. About like how that's a real thing that we're doing and mm-hmm. happens and why. Yeah. What's the point? You know, like. Yeah. What? And how can we reform the entertainment industry to not be so exploitive to everyone except like the star? Well, and I mean, it's certainly better now than it was 80 years ago. I mean, if you ever hear anything about the production of Wizard of Oz, you like it it, like makes me sick to my stomach what people went through for that movie. And so obviously, like there have been rules and, you know, babies, for example, can only work for like 20 minutes at a time, As you know, know, or whatever. From, the rehearsal. <laughs> from, oh, is that from the rehearsal? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think I learned that from listening to the Office Ladies podcast. Oh, really? Because they, whenever they have a baby, they're like, oh, yeah, that was always really complicated because they would like bring in the baby. We would hold it for a couple minutes and it was like, that's the shot. <laughs> <laughs> Hope it was good. Because like, I think back in like the 50s, they're like, ah, babies, they yeah. can sleep while they work. You know? Can we get them to pump some iron while they're here? Yeah. Like, what labor can we? Yeah, so. Yeah, um, and then, you know, there's a whole separate discussion of how are black people treated in the industry. Mm-hmm. I don't think you or I are the ones to really speak to that, but it's not as good as it should be, and I think that's yeah. an important part of what he's saying and how we can do better by the uh, the people who aren't on the opening credits mm-hmm. of anything. So, Were they using real horses for this movie? No. No, no real horses at all, huh? I think for like a couple of shots, but like a lot of them were CGI mm-hmm. just for safety reasons. Was the alien real? Yes. <laughs> Hate him a the ton. One. That was a hard get. Lots of <laughs> casting calls. It was cool. The way the alien was designed was really cool. It was. It was. Never phenomenal. seen anything like it. Um, you like this the most out of all his movies. I think so. I think yeah, I enjoyed I think it I the most. Agree. Yeah. Um, I think Get Out was a tighter movie, but this was more yeah. fun. Yeah. Us, I didn't really care for. I didn't either. Would you recommend this movie? 
I would recommend. Yeah, I think I would recommend it pretty broadly. I it's is it rated R? Yeah, I think there's some language there's in some it, language. and there's some disturbing images. Although I didn't find it gory. I did. Um, the blood. There's some. There's. Blood. Yeah, I guess that's right. I I have a hard time with gore, and this I was okay with. Okay. So I'll, that's what I'll say. Yeah, it's not as bad as us. Us was pretty gory. Yeah. Uh, also, we'd be remiss if we don't talk about Daniel Kaluuya in it. He's incredible. He's really, really I lo- good. I put him in everything. Yeah. He's he's so likable and he's so believable in whatever part he's doing. I'm like, yeah, I believe that you're that person. Yeah, like we've all met this guy. Yeah. You know, just the stoic, does his job, is kind of wiser than everyone around him, even though he doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. He does a, Timid. such a good job. Yeah. Um, okay. That's nope. I think it's great. I would recommend it to pretty much anyone who can handle a bit of uh, a bit of language. It's telling an interesting story. Yeah. Um, thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week. 